Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. We always have been letting you know we need to get there before we get there. Amen. Vision to build this church. You need to imagine yourself. I'm right here right now. The ushers, imagine yourself being back here on your door. Amen. Amen. If this is going to get done, we have to get there before we get there. And the only way it's going to be done is by the Lord. Amen. 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 Bethlehem, share the word. And how are we going to share it? By living it and giving it. Amen. By living it and giving it. Because if you're not living it, ain't nobody want to get what you're trying to give. Amen. 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 If you haven't seen Sister Eton, order your shirts of burgundy for men, pink for women, or whatever. You know, you may be a brother and you can pull off this pink. Amen. Amen. We're going to share the love, and that's what this fourth Sunday is set apart for us to do, to be mindful of sharing God's love and inviting people out into our service. And, and uh, they may not come. But we invite anyway. Amen. Amen. We're here for those that need the love of Christ. Amen. Amen. We're continuing in our Be Brave series as we're trying to encourage us as a church to be brave and to conquer to live the life that God has called us to live as a church and as individuals. So I want you to 
Joshua 1 and 9 says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen? Wherever you go, the Lord your God will be with you. And we have seen as we go through the book of Joshua why God has told them to be brave and to be strong. And we're going to look at Joshua chapter 12 today. And we're going to read in your hearing verses 4 through 6, Joshua chapter 12, verses 4 through 6. Would you please stand and reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of the Lord as we share a message today entitled Facing the Giants. Let's read on three. One, two, three. And in the about facing the giants, we think what this video To secure the promised land, the Israelites must defeat the Philistines. King Saul has lost God's blessing. And now he faces the Philistines' greatest champion, Goliath. Shepherd. Yes, the shepherd. 
So I can take my sheep gun or protect me. Where is your faith? Where is your God? I'll kill him. Amen. Amen. And we think about facing giants. We think about the story of David and Goliath. And you will note in this text today, we are not talking about David and Goliath. This text today is in the context, Joshua chapter 12, of a accounting or a reckoning of all the conquered kings that both Joshua and Moses uh, have conquered. And if you read the whole chapter, you will note that there were 31 kings that were conquered uh, under Joshua's terms, and there were two kings who were conquered uh, by Moses on the east side of the Jordan. And this is the context. And today I want to share with you from the context of the flashback of Moses. Because long before David would have to face any giants, the people of God would have to have enough boldness to go into a land and face the giants of the land. One of the reasons why they were so afraid 40 years earlier of going into the land and conquering the land was because of the fortified cities and also because there were giants in the land. And they said that we are like grasshoppers in their eyes as they saw the giants of the land. And, and, and But before Moses, uh, before uh, David would come on the scene in order to get in the land, they would have to face uh, the giants. And today in this text, uh, oh, my first point has to deal with, oh, facing the monsters because uh, King Org uh, in the text uh, was a Raphaelite. Oh, and some of the newer Bible translations, oh, just go ahead and translate it, giants. Hello, somebody. In other words, King Org was a giant. And in order to conquer the land, even before they got into the west side of the land on the east side of the Jordan, oh, they would face giants. In other words, at the beginning of their campaign to have it all, they would have to face the giants. And this really is the story of our priest from this text before. And I entitled it the original East Side Boys. Because we really are studying the story of the Reubenites, the Gettites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Because oh, what happened with them is that they, they were a tribe and they had uh, cattle or herds. And when they saw the land there, they said that this would be a great land for us to inherit. And I talk about these three tribes, and I talk about how they inherited early. Hello, somebody.
somebody. In other words, they came into the promise before anybody else came in the promise because Moses would face Org and Org would be defeated. And Org was a giant. Hello, somebody. I don't know who's here today, but God is saying today that you can have it all. And the first battle that you have to face or the second battle you have to face. Oh, God didn't give you the easy road. It's a hard road. Oh, to your promise. It's a hard road. But if you have victory, you can inherit early. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, Oh, neighbor, you better go face that giant. Oh, that giant may be in your health. That giant may be in your wealth or the lack of your wealth. That giant may be in your marriage. That giant oh, may be messing with your children or your children's children. That giant oh, may be trying to stop you from becoming all that God says that you can be. But God has sent me here today to let you know that you can have victory over the giants. But the only way you're going to have victory over the giant is you're going to have to face that monster. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor. You're going to have to face that monster. And that's what Moses had to do. He had to face that monster. He was a giant. Oh, and the Bible says in Deuteronomy 3, verse 11 it says of his bed oh which was made of iron that it was nine cubits long and four cubits wide that may not mean much to you today but I heard some theologians say that nine cubits was the bed was probably about 15 feet oh long hello somebody which would mean that that man that laid in that bed was probably the size of Goliath and some theologians say that he was nine foot oh tall others say nine foot nine oh this man by the name of Oak he was a giant and before they could even get into the pot before they could even get started they came up against all oh, this this monster of a man and they like David oh couldn't be intimidated they like David had to walk into the promises of God and they had to face the giants in the land. They had to face the monsters in their lives that would stop them to fulfill God's promises. Somebody here today, you can go ahead and get your victory right now. Oh, but you got to face that giant. Give God a hand of praise up in here, up in here and say, oh, I don't want to wait seven years. You say, preacher, why did you say seven years? Some theologians say that's how long it took them, oh, to conquer the land within seven years. Oh, but this original East Side boys, oh, they were able to conquer early. Oh, in Jesus' name. I like that. I like to get mine early. If I can have it today, I want it today. I don't want to have to wait for seven years from now. Oh, I'd rather go ahead and face my monsters right now and have the victory. Oh, in Jesus' name. Go tell your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Face your monster now. 
now and have the victory now. They were able to get the victory early. The Reubenites, the Gettites, and the half tribe of Manasseh because they were willing to face the giants. Hello, somebody. But not only that, did they have to face Oh, that, 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 the monsters. But they had to face Moses. Now, now you say, wait a minute, preacher. Wasn't Moses on their side? Hello, somebody. Wait a minute, preacher. What, wasn't they on the same side? Hello, I'm glad you posed that question because I'm going to explain it to you. In order to get the full story, you go back and read the whole chapter of Numbers 32. Numbers 32, it, it, it tells us that, 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 that the Reubenites, the Gatites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh in their first verse saw the land that they had conquered, just conquered as they faced the giants. And it was a, a spacious land. It was a, a good land for, for, for somebody like Deacon O.O. Prince and somebody like Deacon Melvin where they could graze their cattle. Hello, somebody. And they noticed that it was a, a good land to, to graze. And they went to Moses. And they told Moses, Oh, Moses, we want this land. And Moses literally began to trip. Hello, somebody. You say, why did Moses trip? Because Moses thought that the Reubenites and the Gatites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, he thought that they were like those other folk that were afraid to go into the land and conquer. So he cut the fool on them. Hello, somebody. And he been, he told them off. Hello, somebody. Oh, and this is what Moses said, part of what he said and here you are, a, a, a brood of a sinner standing in the place of your fathers and making God even more angry with Israel if you turn away from following him. And he will again leave all these people in the wilderness and you will be a cause of their destruction. Oh, let me tell you the end of the story. Oh, the Gittites, uh, the, 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 the Gibeonites, uh, oh, not the Gibeonites, uh, but the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh had to face Moses. And they had to say to Moses, no, Moses, we're not afraid oh, to face the giants. No, Moses, we're not afraid to fight. Oh, no, Moses, we can and will stand oh, with the promises of God. Sometimes even church folk will trip out on your promise. Hello, somebody, they may not be able to understand what God is doing in your life and what God is doing for you and they'll cut the fool because they can't read their hearts oh your hearts and they'll cut the fool on you hello somebody oh but you knowing that you're standing for God have to stand your ground you have to face the monsters you've got to face the Moses that misinterpreted what, what was going on and they had to let Moses know no Moses, we're not afraid to fight. No Moses, we're not afraid of the monsters. We just see what's good for us. Oh, and what's good for me may not be good for you. This land is spacious. And we have herds and we have cattles. 
and it's best for us to live in the country. We don't want to live in the city, Moses. We want to live in the country because this is the land that the Lord has given us. Hello, somebody. You better know where you're supposed to be because if you don't know, Moses may not know. Hello, somebody. You better know what's best for you because if you don't know, the preacher may not know. You better have a personal relationship with God and be able to spot what God has for you. Go ahead and give God another hand clap of praise. Up in here, up in here. Oh, somebody said, what God has for me is for me. Oh, I have cattle. I don't want my cattles in the city. They can't talk. Oh, they can't graze in the city. This land, as I look and I see, this gracious land is for me. God said he had a promise for me. And I'm going to stand on his word. And I'm going to inherit right now. Moses. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. I'm going to be blessed right now. Oh, you can wait seven years from now if you want. But I'm going to be blessed right now. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Facing the giants. They had to face the monsters. Hello, somebody. And they had to face even Moses. The man of God. And when they faced him, they told him, he told him, this man is what you have to do. Go ahead and set up your homes. Go ahead and let your, your herds, oh, graze. But what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to lead the way. You can inherit in her, you can inherit early, but you're going to have to lead the way across the Jordan. And you're going to have to go before everybody. And you're going to have to fight for every other tribe. Oh, and it won't be until we finish almost seven years later before you can be dismissed to go back to the east side of the Jordan. Somebody here today, oh, you want to inherit early, then it means you got to work twice as hard. Oh, they had to inherit it early, but they worked twice as hard. Oh, in Jesus' name. Oh, I heard somebody say, oh, that God helps those who help themselves. It's not a biblical verse, but God does say, oh, if a man don't work, then he don't eat. Hello, somebody. And there's some personal responsibility. Oh, to be being blessed by God and they have to accept the personal responsibilities of being blessed by God and they said that we can be blessed early oh but we're gonna have to work twice as hard somebody here wants to be blessed by God but are you willing to work twice as hard as your neighbor neighbor are you willing to work twice as hard Twice as hard. They had to face the monsters. They had to face Moses. But then they got to be blessed, as we said before. We said, and this is what Moses said. Um, Moses, a servant of the Lord, and the Israelites conquered them. 
And Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave their land to the Reubenites, the Gideonites, and the half tribe of Manasseh to what? To be their possession. Hello, somebody. That means that they got the money. Hello, somebody. Long before, oh, they would have to be able to walk away in AI. And AI, they got to plunder the land. Oh, long before they plundered, as we learned on Wednesday night, all the raw cities and got to walk away with the plunders of the raw city. Hope oh, they got to inherit it early because they were willing to face the giants. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. What's holding you back? What monsters coming out? in the valley saying send me a man oh what monster is speaking to you that's stopping you from being all that you could be and that you should be in the Lord but if you're willing to face oh that monster and if you're willing to face even the monsters within this church Hello, somebody. Yeah, there's monsters uh, within this church. Those monsters uh, have been talking uh, and saying that it can't be done. Uh, those monsters uh, are saying we can't build uh, that building. Those monsters uh, are saying that, oh, that the house is not full enough uh, oh, for us to build. Uh, there's some monsters uh, that's been talking. The monsters uh, have been talking to you. The monsters uh, have been telling you that you don't have a degree so you can't prosper and that's a lie from the pit of hell because I'm my God is the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills and there's somebody here monster is saying I only have a bachelor's degree and I can't conquer because the job I want I have to have a master's degree but that's a lie from the pit of hell if God is telling you oh to fill it out or to go for it you better not listen to the monster you may be here and say, I can't have that job because it's supposed to have a doctorate decree. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. God is the one who gives favor. And guess what? Somebody said, favor ain't fair. Don't get mad at me because you couldn't get it with a doctorate degree. But I got it without a degree. Don't get mad at me. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God is saying, don't allow, some of you allowing the monsters to talk. I can't get it because my skin is dark. That's a lie from the pit of hell. There are a lot of folk that look like you that are doing some amazing things. Oh, because they believe. Oh, we have a president, guess what, that's like this. Hello, somebody. When you go to McDonald's, the CEO is like this. Hello, somebody. You better learn to not allow the monsters to stop you from accomplishing God's will in your life. God says that you can do it. God says that you can be blessed. God says don't let the monsters hold you back. God says don't even let Moses hold you back. God says that if you believe in me, you can oh, possess the land. You can inherit and guess what? You can inherit early. Hello, 
somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Original East Side Boys. Hello, somebody. Inherited it early. I like when Numbers 32, 20 through 22 says. Then Moses said to them, if you will do this, if you will arm yourselves before the Lord for battle, and if you will, or who are armed, will cross over the Jordan before the Lord until he has driven his enemies out before him, then when the land is subdued before the Lord, you may return to be free from the obligations to the Lord and Israel, and this land will be possession, uh, be your possession before the land, if you're willing to work twice as hard, if you're willing to go to battle, if you're willing to go to war, you can inherit early. Oh, is there somebody here today that wants to, wants to get a new job? Oh, not seven years from now, but oh, tomorrow. Hello, somebody. Are you willing to work hard? Are you willing to be smart? Hello, somebody. Are you willing to go all the way with the Lord? Because if you are willing to take this obligation to go over in battle and not only face your giants, hello, somebody, but you have to face everybody else's giants because there were other giants in the land. There were giants up in the hill country when Caleb said, give me the high country. Caleb was saying, let me go up there and whoop up on the giants in the high country. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody here that's willing to be giant killers? Oh, you're willing to kill your own giant, but not just for you, but you're willing to go to work for somebody else. Somebody needs your help. Somebody's going to a giant of sorrow, and you may be here today, and you've been through that same sorrow, Then it's your job to go and help your brother or your sister who's mourning because you have been through what they're going through. Hello, somebody. Somebody's here. Oh, you've been through. Oh, being down and thinking, oh, that you can't do it. Oh, but you did do it. Now it's your job to go back and help somebody else that think they can't do it. Oh, in Jesus' name, are you willing to help somebody else out in Jesus' name? Say to your neighbor, neighbor! Oh, neighbor! Are you willing to help somebody else out? In Jesus' name. I'm willing to kill my giants and I'm willing to go out and kill other folk giants. Hello, somebody. So we all can come into the promises of God. Hello, somebody. I said, so we all can come into the promises of God collectively. This was a collective blessing. They all would be blessed. Some would get blessed early. But they all would be blessed collectively. And Bethlehem, God wants us oh, to prepare ourselves to face the giants in 2014. And believe that he can enable us 
folk to inherit earth. Hello, somebody. Oh, to build the church before the crowd comes. Inherit earth. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. All eyes closed, heads about, saints are praying. Deacons, will you come? Today we talked about facing the giants. And the people of God would have to face these giants. And the same way that Jesus would have to face that giant called death and the grave. And that he'll, or in that garden call, where Jesus prayed. He had to pray, not my will. But thy will be done. Because in the flesh he didn't want to face the giants of the grave and the giants of death. But he said, not my will, but thy will be done. And because Jesus faced the giants of death in the grave, he was able to inherit eternal life early. But he didn't do it just for him, but he did it for you and for me. Because he said, Lord, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And when he prayed that prayer, oh, he got up and they accused him of crimes that he didn't commit. And they said, crucify him. And they did, crucified him. They mocked him and they scorned him. They put a crown across on his back and a crown of thorns on his head. And they led him through the streets of Jerusalem. Oh, and many were mocking him. Oh, as even as they scorned him and they led him to that hill called Galgata. And they nailed him on the cross. And they raised him up between two thieves. As if to say, oh, that he was a thief too. But Jesus wasn't a thief. He was about to face the giants of death in the grave. And he gave up his ghost. And they took him off of the cross. And they put him in a borrowed tomb. Oh, in death. Thought he had victory. And all that grave of a Goliath thought he had victory. But I'm so glad that Jesus got up on the third day with all power in his hands. And he faced all the giants so that you can face the giant of sin today. He inherited early so that you can inherit right now. Anybody here that wants to give their life to Jesus Christ? Is there anybody here that wants to face the giant of sin in the grave? All you got to do is slip out of your seat right now and say, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Is there one today? Is there one today? Is there one today? As the music plays, is there one who can believe that Jesus is the Son of God, died for their sins, was buried and raised again 
you're here today and you do not know Jesus, you can get it right right now. Yes, Jesus. Is there one today? Maybe somebody else here today. Maybe you've accepted Christ, but you've never been baptized. We want you to come forward. Take this first step of obedience. Is there one today? Maybe you're here today. Don't have a church home. Bethlehem is a wonderful place for you. We want you to come right now. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Maybe you're here today. Maybe just maybe to get prayer. Say, preacher, pray for me. relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love and believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. 
We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Weeton, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.